Hi, I'm Sue Elvis from the blog Stories of an Unschooling Family. Welcome to my podcast. This is episode 31, and today, among other things, I want to talk about the transition from unschooling to university. The reason I want to talk about it is because in the last couple of weeks, my daughter Charlotte, who's 17, has begun her first unit of university work. She has enrolled for an open university unit and she is hoping to do that unit plus one more that will give her a score which will be her what we call her higher school certificate equivalent. Now what is the higher school certificate and why does she need an equivalent? The higher school certificate is the exam which all the school children in our state of New South Wales, Australia, take at the end of their final year or year 12 of school. And the results of the HSC can be very important because the higher the score that a child gets in the HSC exam, the more chance they have of getting into the degree course that they, that they want to study. But is the HSC the only way into university? And it isn't the only way, no. It is the accepted way, the the way the majority of students in our state get into university, but it by no means is it the only way of getting there, which is just as well because our homeschooled children aren't eligible to sit for the HSC. So how do our children get into university? How do they get to study what they would like to study at tertiary level? There is a number of ways, but the one way that all four of my older children, older than Charlotte, have used to study at tertiary level is the Open Universities way. Open Universities is uh, online distance education a number of universities from around Australia offer their degree courses through a central agency, I suppose, which is Open Universities. And a student can study a whole degree through Open Universities, or they can just study one or two, three, however many units that they would like to study. They can build up to a diploma, build up to a total degree, or just do two or three units to give them what we call a score, which is an HSC equivalent. And then they could use that score to get into an on-campus university, or they just might use it to prove that they have studied at university level or that they have completed their Year 12 schooling. So it's a good score to have, I guess. It gives them a little bit of paper after having nothing all their unschooling lives, they now have a piece of paper that they can present to an employer or to a university to prove that, yes, they have a certain level of education. So I asked Charlotte a few months ago whether she intended to do an HSC equivalent, the same as her four older siblings, and she said, well, she might as well do it. Yeah, she'd enjoy the experience of working at university level and then she could decide whether she wants to go on further and to study a whole university degree. So we had a look online at the Open Universities website and the unit that we thought that she might study first was a unit called Introduction to Tertiary Learning. It's the one that I think all of my other children have studied 
A very basic university unit teaches students how to study at tertiary level, how to write academic essays, how to reference them, all the sort of basic information that they might need before they set off and start studying the degree that really interests them. Well, we had a look for the unit and discovered, unfortunately, that it's no longer available. But what we did find were a number of preparatory units that might work just as well. And these units only cost, I think, about 50-something dollars to do. And so Charlotte has enrolled in one, not sure exactly for the title, but academic learning, how to write essays, how to reference skills that will come in very handy when she starts to study a full open university unit. And at the same time, we thought that she might be able to actually enroll for one of these open university units and do the two things side by side. And with Imogen's help, because Imogen has done almost a whole degree now through open universities, we did a bit of exploring and discovered a very basic unit for a degree course called Digital Design. And when I showed Charlotte, we sat side by side and had a look at this digital design course, Bachelor of Arts in Digital Design. All sorts of interesting units related to animation, digital art. They're sort of things that Charlotte is very interested in. And before we actually went on to, onto the Open University site, she really had no idea of what she would like to study at tertiary level. But reading through these units, her eyes lit up and she said, oh yeah, this sounds really interesting. She would like to study this degree. So we have uh, chosen one of the very basic units for her to study. And she enrolled, we got the books and the course, well, the coursework is all online these days. But last week she opened up her student account and started work. So she did a one week's worth of her university degree. At the end of the week, I said to her, how did, how did it go? How did you enjoy university learning? Were you able to cope? And she said, oh, it was very different. Uh, she's learning an awful lot. And yes, it's hard work, but it was very satisfying as well. And she feels that she'll be able to do this. Yes, it's just a new thing that she has to learn to do. And yes, learn how to pace herself, how to meet goals. But she doesn't think it's beyond her. She really enjoyed her week. And very fortunately for her, she has a sister sitting in the same bedroom who is very, very used to university work. And so I guess all week she kept saying things like, Imogen, could you come over here a minute and have a look at this with me? And have I got this right? Is this what this means? So yes, I think that she'll do all right. She's on her way to university learning, but she's only doing part-time. She's going to do one unit this semester and a second one next semester to give her the score. And in the meantime, she's going to do a few other things as well. Continue her music, uh, continue her art, and yeah, just take the unit slowly. Just give herself plenty of time to work her way into a new way of learning. And I think that it'll suit her fine working online. She said, as she said, she's got an advantage. She's used to directing her own learning. Um, she's used to working things out for herself, having people that will come and help and give some advice if necessary. But yeah, she's been planning her own work for the last few years without me telling her what to do. I think she'll be all right. Now, of course, after doing two units of Open University, Charlotte will have a choice. 
she can continue to do all the other units in this Bachelor of Arts Digital Design course, and she can earn her degree through Open Universities by doing it online. This is the way Imogen is studying, but she's doing a different course. She's doing professional writing and publishing. Or Charlotte could do the two units, get a score, and then she could apply to an on-campus university, see if there's another university which has a course that would be more appropriate, that would be even better than the one she has found online. Now, this is what my son Callum did. He did two units of open, no, he did three units of open university, critical thinking, a biology unit, and an introductory to tertiary learning unit. And with the results of those three units, he got a score and he applied to an on-campus university in the same way as all the school children did, the ones that have an HSC. And he got into the course of his choice. He wanted to do a Bachelor of Nursing and he applied to do it and he got a place yeah, with no problem whatsoever. So getting a score by doing two or three open university units gives you a choice. You can continue to learn online or you can apply to an on-campus university either way. So we've been talking about online learning compared to on-campus learning. And there's some fairly good advantages to studying online. One of the main ones is the student is in total control of their week. So Imogen has been able to keep studying her music and doing all the other things that she would like to do in her week, as well as work towards her degree. She's not bound by timetables. She can work in all those little pockets of time that she has uh, yes, she doesn't waste any time traveling to university. Two of my sons did travel to on-campus universities, and to get there, it was taking them three hours travel each way, and that's an awful lot of time that they have to, yeah, waste. I suppose you can work on the train, on the bus, but yes, it's not the same as working at home in your own time. Also, they might have had to, well, they did, they had to go to university for, say, one lecture in a day, the timetable wasn't set out in the most economic way. So they might have to do that six hours traveling, spend a whole hour there for one hour's work, or have a lecture at the beginning of the day, a tutorial in the middle of the day, and then some uh, something else at the end of the day, but lots of little pockets of time in between. So yes, it's not the most economic way of using your time. The other thing that uh, my children told me about online learning, which is good, is the fact that nobody knows who you are really, or what your background is, or how old you are. Yes, there is an introduction forum where, where everybody is supposed to introduce themselves, but after a, a while, everybody forgets who's who according to that information. There's too many students to keep all that information in your head, and nobody really knows when you're putting some sort of discussion up on the discussion board. Is that coming from a mature age student or a school leaver or a homeschooler or an unschooler? It's just presented as information from a student. And Imogen says this is really good because people treat you as an equal. Mm -hmm. 
nobody knows you're a homeschooler. Is there a disadvantage being known as coming from a homeschooling background when you go to university? I think there is. Well, there was in my son Callum's case. He went to an on-campus university and a lot of the other students had come from a school background, a majority of them. Maybe there were several mature age students. I think there were. But most of the students on the course had come from school. And it didn't take the lecturers very long to discover that he was a homeschooler. And the way they found out was because he asked too many questions. He was very interested in the lectures and he always had extra questions that he wanted to ask. He wanted to know more. And the lecturers got very frustrated with him because they just wanted to teach what was in their notes. And they would protest and say, yes, that's not what we're learning about today. I think also they picked on him a bit in tutorials. I don't think they believed that he could answer any of the questions. And so they asked him more questions than anybody else. And when they did this, he had no trouble answering the questions at all. And he was actually eager to do so. And they soon knew that when he was asked a question, he would give more information than was actually needed, which then turned out to be a problem. And then they would start to say, does anybody know the answer to this? Someone other than the homeschooling student, which we love, which we used to laugh about. It was really quite funny. But it didn't give him an equal status with the other students. So that's a little bit about university and unschooling. Yes, it is possible for unschoolers to get into university. There's always a way. Our way is not the only way to get into a university in New South Wales, Australia. There's other ways, but I don't really know about those because this is the pathway that we've already always chosen. But I think if you do a little bit of Googling, you'd probably come up with some different ways other people have written about them on their own blogs as well. Unschooling children, do they have enough knowledge to go to university and study at that level? Well, if they choose something that they're very interested in, I think that they are at an advantage because they already have so much knowledge of the area that they want to study further. Typically, they have more knowledge than the average school leaver who is coming into the degree course. So I think that, yes, unschooling gives children a chance to explore their interests. And then when it comes to tertiary level, they have a really good idea of what they'd like to go and study next. And then they take all that knowledge that they've gained over their unschooling years into the degree course. And then they get themselves into a bit of trouble, like my son Callum, when they want to know even more. Yes, they're not just prepared to soak up what the lecturer has presented to them. They want to know more. The other big question I always get asked is, if we haven't forced our children to write essays during their unschooling years, however will they cope with essay writing at university level? And the answer to that one is that they don't really need to know how to write an essay before they get to, to university. The very first unit that my daughter Imogen completed at university level, the lecturer said that everybody could forget everything they ever had ever learned about essay writing at school because university essay writing is totally different. 
And so they all started off on a level playing field and they learned how to write an essay, a university essay, at university. And this is what I'm hoping Charlotte will learn in her preparatory unit. But I also, from talking to her this last week about what she did last week for her first university unit, they were already going through some of that as well with her. So there is no disadvantage in not preparing for university by doing loads and loads of essays during our children's school years. They'll learn all that when they go to university. Just look for some preparatory units if they haven't got a university unit for it. There's lots of things like that available online. University essays are not the same thing as school essays. I talked about this in one of my previous podcasts with Imogen. I think it was called Unschool Writing Essays and a few panicky moments, maybe one of the earlier podcasts. And we talked about how Imogen got into university to study writing and her experience with essay writing. She'd only ever attempted two essays in her school or unschooling years, both of which she felt were very bad essays. But yes, she shared with me her experience of university learning and essay writing. I took a little snippet of that podcast and I made a very short video using, I think it was a two-minute segment, just put some captions at the beginning and captions at the end and made it into a two-minute video, which I put on YouTube. This is the second video I made like this. The other one, I took a snippet of a video interview I'd done with my daughter, Sophie, who was 13 at the time. And she was talking to me about unschooling children and chores. Will unschooling children be reluctant to do chores? Will they choose not to do them if they have the choice? And I took that small segment of video and I, yes, again made another small two-minute video using that snippet. And I called both of these videos um, bite-sized unschooling or bite-sized sized bits of unschooling. I just had this idea that I might make some two-minute videos about unschooling, either take some snippets of podcasts or videos that I've already made and yeah, just highlight one question or one aspect of unschooling and make a little tiny video about it that can be watched very quickly, just a bite-sized piece of unschooling. Or I might even record some new bits of video or podcasts just asking my children a question or two and see what I can do with that two-minute snippet. Yeah, just some bite-sized bits of unschooling. I don't know if anybody would be interested in just watching those, but yeah, I was starting a new series. So that's something that I've been doing over the last couple of weeks. And in the process, learning how to use my Corel video editing program properly, which has been a whole new experience for me, trying to work out how to make it look good rather than just use the basic skills that I already had picked up. I'm trying a few fancy things. Now the other thing that I've done over the last week or so is created a new blog. And I'm pretty good at creating new blogs, but I haven't actually done this for quite a while. It's very tempting just to press that button saying new blog and then starting out on a whole new blogging adventure. I've done it a number of times, but yes, over the last year or so, I've kept well away from that because it makes more work. I 
get excited about a new blog and then, then I can't keep up with posting on every single blog I have, as well as make podcasts and videos. But yes, last week I decided I would make a new blog, create one and set out posting on a new blog. Why did I do that? Well, on my Facebook page, Sue Elvis writes, I've been posting all sorts of things to do with all my blogs and podcasts, unschooling things as well as Catholic things, anything that I think people might or might not be interested in. And I discovered that there was something that people weren't interested in because I discovered that somebody had unliked my Facebook page after they'd hidden a post about my daughter Gemma Rose's confirmation. I posted a photo of her on her confirmation day, gave a few little details about her confirmation, and somebody that had followed my page, liked my page, had actually hidden that post in their feed and then unfollowed my page, which made me, led me to the con conclusion that they weren't interested in anything to do with our Catholic faith, which is all very well. I can accept that. But um, yes, I'd been hoping that all aspects of our lives, which all contributes to our unschooling, could be posted on the one page, our faith included. But I know that all unschoolers aren't Catholic, all unschoolers aren't even Christian. Their unschoolers come in, you know, all sorts of walks of life. And there might be some unschoolers who are only interested in the education side of our lives. So I decided that I would republish a page that I already had. It's uh, another Facebook page, Stories of an Unschooling Family Facebook page. And I'm going to be posting all my unschooling things on that page alone and save my other Sue Elvis Writes Facebook page for anything else, any of my writing, any of my Catholic stuff. Yes, so if you're interested in all aspects of our lives, you might like to uh, like both my pages. And if not, then you can go over to my Stories of Man Schooling Family Facebook page and find all those posts which are not faith-related but are unschooling-related. So I hope that's okay. But back to my blog, my new blog. I've created another blog which I'm hoping to post my Catholic stuff over there, my unschooling stuff on my Stories of an Unschooling Family blog and my Catholic stuff on my out of my Catholic mind blog. So you're welcome to come over and visit that blog if you feel that would interest you at all. And one more thing that I've been thinking about but we haven't done much about is Imogen's and my new podcast. We decided that we would record a podcast together and so far we've only done one episode and afterwards I said to Imogen there wasn't really much difference between that combined podcast and some of the interviews that I've done with her except for the name of it. We just changed the name of the podcast but it was very much like an interview and stories and unschooling family interview with my daughter Imogen about creativity. Uh, yes, that was the last one, episode 30. And it wasn't really what we had in mind when we talked about a combined podcast. We wanted to have more of an equal podcast. I wanted Imogen to come and talk about some of the things that she's been doing, and I wanted to add a few of the things I've been doing in a sort of magazine-style podcast. So we talked about that, but and we'd agreed that maybe we want to set up a whole new 
podcast away from my unschooling family's podcast, sit out on the podcasting adventure together, but not have it associated with our unschooling one. So we're still talking about that one. But we did promise at the end of episode 30 that we would talk together about computers and computer games and creativity. And we went up to our local cafe with our notebook and we sat there with our coffee and I took some notes on what we possibly could talk about that. And we're going to do that podcast together because I think that Imogen has um, some interesting things to say about computer, computer usage, careers maybe in using um, computer gaming. Not that that's what she wants to get into, but she has done a little bit of research in that area. So we want to record that podcast together as an unschooling one. So when she's got a few quiet moments and I have too. We'll sit down and we'll make that as an unschooling podcast. But in the meantime, we're trying to come up with a name, another name for our own podcast together and also find the time to record it. So that's a future project. I hope that you'll listen out for that. Well, I think I've caught up with a few of the things that we've been doing over the last few weeks. I haven't been very organized with my podcasts or my blog really sort of doing it randomly as I've thought about it and had some free time, but should get back to a proper podcasting schedule. So until next time, I hope that you will visit my Facebook pages, Sue Others Writes and Stories of an Unschooling Family. Maybe you'd like to go over to my blog stories of an unschooling family as well where I'll put some podcast notes up. I've got a few blog posts about university learning, some of the stories about my other children and university learning. And if you would like to subscribe to this podcast you can do that through iTunes or you can follow it through Podbean. I'd just like to thank you for listening today and until next time trust, respect, and love unconditionally. Mm-hmm.